With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rob Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Taryn Armstrong, and we are here tonight to recap tonight's episode, eviction episode of Big Brother Canada 7. And uh, this was a great episode, in my opinion. I'm very excited to be here to talk about it and, and, and recap it and, and all the good stuff. Uh, with me tonight is Brent. How you doing, Brent? I am also thrilled with this episode. They gave me everything I wanted from an edited episode of Big Brother Canada. They gave me Anthony as the mastermind villain slash heel. He was living for himself in the diary room. I love the way they edited that together. And he was like, I have to go to Kira and make make them think that it's their idea, which is exactly what he did on the show. Like, that's not made up. That's really what he did. And then, like, you saw him going like, "Mm," like, shrug, you know, that was the Anthony shrug was I I was living. And then, like, giving, Kira, the Dodo edit uh, was great because that's how we all view them. You know, the people who watch the feeds. And I was really, really psyched that the show, because the show could, like, I saw people on Twitter that were, that were like, so they're going to give Kira all of the, uh, all of the credit for uh, this Dane flip. And like, it's their idea. No, they did, they did not. In fact, they totally threw them under the bus. I'm thrilled about it. Yes, this episode gave me a lot of satisfaction. Uh, very pleased. Uh, yes. Melissa is with me as well. How are you doing, Melissa? I'm doing great. I uh, I really liked the episodes recently. I, I just I remember last season when we were really disappointed with the episodes and didn't feel like they were an accurate reflection of what was really going on. And I feel like they're doing a great job this year. They're doing a million times better. I mean, yesterday's episode and today's episode were both really great episodes and both totally fun to watch. Um, so I've, I've been having a great time this week. Yes. So this is the big episode where we see the flip happen. Uh, we started it with a recap of what had happened up until this point. Uh, the uh, We had the announcer guy say that uh, ultimately the pretty boys stayed loyal to the soil. Uh, so Anthony is getting those, uh, those terms in there. Um, and, uh, and we, we start with, with Kira being very pleased with themselves that, uh, you know, Dane, Dane tried to get them out three times and he failed all three times, but their first try, they're going to take Dane out of the game. And uh, they're very happy about it. Brent. I mean, does Kira forget that Dane could have evicted them during week two? Like, that was a tie-tie vote. A tie-tie vote. A tie-tie vote. 
a 5-5 vote, a tie-tie vote. Like, Kira, you could have been out week two, and we would have been out better for it in many ways. But oh no, they had to keep you in the flipping house and get rid of Mackie, and who put a plague on the whole house, and that's why this entire season went the way it did. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't understand why Kira thinks that uh, Dane was trying to get them out. Like, Dane used you as a pawn. Like, let's so first, first he put you on the block as a target, and then you ended up being the pawn. But then every time after that, you were definitely the pawn. And if you can't see that, then you don't know what game you're playing, which, of course, you don't. So whatever. Yes. I mean, I feel like just what was it last week? Uh, Kira was all on board with the Adam Dane final three um, until uh, what happened in between then and now Anthony. So I feel like everything that Kira is saying, I can't trust them at all um, because everything that they that's coming out of their mouth is literally word for word something that Anthony has told Kira to either say or to think or to whatever. And, you know, and that's, I feel like, honestly, that's the same way with Mark uh, during this episode. So it, it was all, you know, I, I can't. Well, and yeah. let's, let's be clear, though. That was the Dane mistake, though, because Dane was the one who told Anthony, OK, I'm going to make a final fake final three with Adam and Kira so that Kira feels more invested in this whole final five thing, because if it's just a final five thing, then they won't feel as invested in it. And he told Anthony that he did not have to tell Anthony that he showed his cards a little bit too mm-hmm. much that almost got him evicted this week. Yeah, it's a dangerous game, but ultimately we do see Dane. Uh, he gives his little thing to the cameras where he comes into the room with his face in his hands. And then he goes, no, crocodile tears. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, Kara, you won't know what hit you. Um, and uh, and then we see that he has uh, a plan. He needs to make people feel bad for him. Um, and so he, he has a conversation with Kira. Where and this is all out of order, by the way. Oh uh, yeah, thank you. Because so I thought it was all out of order, but I was like, maybe I'm like I, when you watch the feeds and then you watch it in flashback, like I do sometimes. Like you, I lose. Yeah, it time. gets I jumbled really up. Do. Like it all gets jumbled up. Yeah, the the, or, the order of how this happened is that. Uh, Dane had this conversation with Anthony where he pleaded for his life prior to the veto ceremony. And then it was, I believe, after the veto ceremony that uh, that he had the conversation with Kira by the hot tub. And then uh, it was, I believe, a day. You know, it was the same day, I believe, as well that. Man, I can't remember now, but uh, either way, it's all out of order. They're messing with my memory now. Um, But uh, but he in in the order of the episode, he goes to Kira first and Kira's like, oh, you're legendary in this game. And he's like, ah, you know, it's 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 fine. It's over. Um, You know, just trying to make them feel bad for him. And then uh, he goes to Dane or sorry, he goes to Anthony and he gives him the big pitch, which is, uh, you know, he needs to convince the best convincer in the whole house to keep him and uh and he gives this emotional plea we've talked about it on all of the other podcasts that we've been doing about the feeds uh it's it's a great plea um he mixes strategy with uh with emotional pull and um and part of what what was not included in it was that he has been working on Anthony, trying to make sure that Anthony realizes that Mark might take Kira over Anthony. And given Mark's reaction to his eviction and his reaction to Anthony's goodbye message, I am prone to believing that is a an accurate read that Mark really was planning on doing that. Um, and so that was in Anthony's head. The fact that Dane was so passionate was so like, hey, I am on your side. I love you. You need me and I need you. Um, it, it won him over and, uh, and he, he goes to, to Adam to say, 
you know, maybe maybe we should be keeping Dane. And this was crazy because we had cheers from the audience during this scene where he's talking about keeping Dane in the house. Uh, I don't think we've ever seen like, I mean, I know we've had the audience, uh, you know, reactions in the episode before, but this was this was nuts. I love we know what's going on here. At least I do. This is them trying to put lipstick on a pig. Like that's exactly what this is. They know that this has been a shit of a season that they're, they, they, these are their boys. They're going to have like, people are like this season, this season is going to stand or fall based on the likability of these boys or not. And and this season has been terrible up until now. Let's be real. It's been totally boring, totally ah, predictable. It's been predictable up until now in many ways. Let me say this. For a majority of the fan base and a majority of the fans on Twitter, it has been a pretty terrible season, both predictability-wise and entertainment-wise. And the producers know it. Believe me, they know it. I know people. They know it. So (laughs) they are stuck with these people and they realize that they're going to be at the end. And they're like, how can we make them how we need to make people love them, you know, to be to root for them. And like, that's why you got this episode tonight with all of the audience cheers edited into it and, and filtered through. I really feel like that that's what they're doing here. I see. I don't think this is putting lipstick on a pig. I think this is like uh, that, like uh, the princess and the frog or something like uh, the right. The frog turns into a, I never actually watched the movie, um, <laughs> it, uh, but the, the season that everyone thought was dead was bad. I think it genuinely is great. And I think that this uh, the, the finish I think- here, I think this is genuinely great. Um, and uh, and I think that the cheers for that scene were great. I loved it. Uh, I, I don't like when they insert fake booing noises. I do like when they insert genuine applause um, that the house guests can't hear. That's I like that. I, I kind yes, of enjoyed I that. I was totally fine with that. Yeah, I like seeing the ed- the audience that's in-house react to what's going on because that's what it was like when we were there. When we went to see the Big Brother Canada episode tape live, like we were around all these people and they're booing and hissing and cheering and at various times. And it was very, very like it heightened the experience for me. So yeah, uh, if it, nothing else, at least it gave us that. It, it gave me the feeling of being at like a live know-it-alls or being at a taping itself and feeling the, like the, the energy because it's like, uh, like this is exciting. This is a, a ridiculous move that Dane pulled off. And then that Anthony pulls off. And this should be a magical moment for the history of the show. This is what the Johnny saving himself last season episode should have been right uh but but you know we didn't get it last season we did this season and and i'm very very happy for it um so dane is able to pull anthony to his side then we get the anthony and dane scene oh we did get a dane uh a weird dane scene in the middle uh i guess they needed to build dane up even more to make him even more like rootable in this episode but they gave this like uh, (laughs) i was playing hockey and i was too short uh melissa you're not into this no, not at all. I hate that. Like, I mean, okay, look, if there's like nothing going on in an episode, I'm fine with that sort of filler just to like get to know the people more, especially like in the beginning of the game when you don't really know everyone, you're trying to figure out, okay, I like this person. I don't like this person, but we are way too late in the game for that. Everyone already knows and has their own opinion about what about Dane and Anthony and Adam and anything that you like, you know, ramrod into the episode is not going to help um and also the fact that so much was going on during the feeds it was not a boring time there could have been a lot of of other things put in there rather than this non-sequitur hockey segment i just felt like i was like totally out of place and very random (laughs) 
it was yeah. totally random. And I wanted, I wanted to know more about, you know what I really wanted more of? I wanted more DRs. And I do feel like for the most part, I like that Big Brother Canada kind of just lets things play out and they don't constantly have these DRs of like, you know, yeah, we already get it. You don't need to explain the comp like 500 times. You don't need to like explain what you're doing. Like, I got to go talk to so-and-so because I, if I lose this veto, I'm dead. Like that sort of stuff, that's boring. Um, but, th- but I feel like Big Brother Canada in certain places could insert some more DRs in there because I feel like I didn't fully get everyone's perspective on things like I, I wish I, I had heard a little more mark maybe like we didn't you know. get Anthony's perspective I didn't get right. Anthony's perspective all we got like to hear to hear Big Brother Canada tell this is my one quibble with the episode we got Anthony reacting to Mark where Mark is like well I wouldn't vote for you if I was in the jury I'd vote for Adam which like if you think about it that's a reason for Anthony not to put him on the jury if he's gonna vote for Adam on the jury right. like why would you want to evict him like because you got your feelings hurt like Anthony's smarter than that that's not why he changed his mind that nothing to do with it it was all about yeah. whether Mark was going to be loyal to Anthony and take Anthony forward and not Kira that's that's the real tea and they missed that this episode so yeah yeah, that, I also wanted a DR after Anthony talked to Dane and he's got his head in his hands. And I kind of wanted to hear because like at the time, Anthony hadn't been talking for like eight minutes during that segment um, when Dane was giving him his spiel. And I had hoped that the DR segment would from Anthony and Dane at that point in time would allow me to understand like, OK, this is what he's thinking. This is what he's thinking. This is what he's saying is true. Like this part of what he's saying is true. This part is false. This part he knows will get to Anthony or, you know, stuff like that. So just just so I could understand what was what they were feeling a little bit more during that time, since there really wasn't a lot spoken. Yes. Uh, so that, that scene with Anthony and Mark was well after um, the decision to keep Dane. Uh, I believe it was almost two days after. So it definitely did not have an influence on Anthony's decision to mm-hmm. keep Dane. Um, but he did use it as a, as a reason with Mark just today on the feeds. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I, I would have preferred obviously to hear from, I would have liked to hear from Dane um, about like, how much of that pitch was genuine right. and how much of it was fake. I am of the opinion that it was genuine. Um, I think that he will take Anthony, uh, although he'd better start thinking about that decision if he wants to win the game. Um, and so, I, but I would have liked to have heard a little bit from Dane about that, uh, that instead of hearing about, you know, his hockey days. Um, I agree. But what are you, you going to do? The, the one fault of the episode that I was otherwise, I think, uh, really fantastic. So- uh, so I have a question. Uh, and we have, to my mind, we have not gotten the answer to this. Anthony is leaning on, well, I'm going to be loyal to the soil. It's all about the pretty boys for me. It's all about PB to me. Um, it's not about strategy. I don't need your comp winning ability. I don't need your puzzles. I don't need that. But I feel, I always felt like that was the reason why he's keeping him. Like, if Anthony is really just keeping Dane because of PB and loyalty and being loyal to the soil. Like I'm regretting the 10 that I gave him last week because like that's like you have to be a self-interested player. This is what I'm knocking at him for, like being too loyal to this idea of the pretty boys winning rather than you winning him yourself. So, Taryn, what 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 do you think? Here here's what I think about Anthony. I think that Anthony is the kind of guy that will always push the the singular idea. And so Anthony's singular idea this season has been loyalty. 
He knows he can't win a competition. He knows he's relying on not only people taking him to the end, but people being loyal enough to take him to the end because it's hard for him to even pretend that he wouldn't have a good chance of winning because that goes against his whole persona. And what makes him so effective is his whole persona. So the way that Anthony gets to the end and how I think he recognizes this is people need to be more loyal to him than their own self-interests. And so that happens to coincide with his number one value, loyalty. Um, okay. I think that that is not a coincidence. I think that um, I think that he said it to, to Mark in his goodbye message. Unfortunately, I couldn't trust that you wouldn't cut me more than I could trust, uh, you know, Mar- that, that Dane wouldn't cut me. Um, and I think that's what the bottom line is. But Anthony pushes the who has been most loyal to me line more uh, because that's what's mo- most convenient to him. And I think think that there's a part of him that does believe in that too like loyalty means so much to him but i think that uh i think that loyalty again means so much to him because loyalty uh benefits him more than anyone else okay all right well that makes sense then because uh i was wondering like what's the real deal here and and anthony why are you doing what what you're doing because like to me what's been great about anthony all season long is that to me he's been the most self-interested player i feel like i mean maybe you could say dane was too because dane's often said to the cameras you know i'm winning this game i'm winning a hundred thousand dollars um but i've never really heard that from anybody else like mark a little bit but i didn't really believe mark in various ways i don't know maybe i did at various points of the season but for the most part i did not um, but Anthony, to me, has always been the one with his eyes on the price. So to hear him talk about pretty boys and, you know, being loyal to the soil like that is it's a little hard on my heart because I'm like, I, I, I don't want you to be that way. But on the other hand, listening to Taryn, I am convinced that that is your way to the end. And I in my like in the back of my head, I know that I just hadn't put two and two together. Yeah. And I think it's also telling that as he says this, he also has a final two with Adam and he also has a final two with Kira and he also <laughs> had a final two with Mark. So. Um, I think that actions speak louder than words in this one. He's just setting himself up for a perfect scenario or he's trying to set himself up for a perfect scenario where everybody takes him to the end because he doesn't think he'll win the final competition, which is probably true. Um, And if everyone else who's there is planning on taking him to the finals, then he already knows he's going to be sitting there. And I feel like at this point, that's that's his entire plan because he knows that he's so good with his words that he assumes that he'll be able to convince everyone just with his speeches and that no one else will be able to do that. I mean, if you look at it from his perspective, you've got Kira, Dane and Adam and he's like, these guys can't hold the candles to me in terms of my speaking ability and my ability. I mean, you look at Dane, we know that it's good at convincing people of things because he literally just convinced Anthony to keep him. But you look at him and you're like, this guy's a dum-dum and he, there's no way he can compete against Anthony at the end. That's what Anthony, I think, is thinking. Yes. And I have seen people say like, oh, you know, Dane manipulated Anthony into keeping him. And then, you know, then Anthony manipulated Kira. And I would probably disagree with the characterization of that. I think that Dane convinced Anthony to keep him. And I think there's a difference between that and manipulated because I think that Dane convinced Anthony mm-hmm. of the truth that yeah, Dane will totally. take Anthony to the end. Um, whereas 
what Anthony does to Kira in this next segment is straight up manipulation, convincing Kira to do something that is not true, that is not good and completely against their own self-interest as he, I love fine. We finally get this because the last two episodes, Kira has been talking about, Hey, Hey, I, I'm doing all this by myself. Um, and there's a little bit of a hint of like, hey, Anthony was doing it, but nothing direct from the episode telling them, mm-hmm. telling the audience that Anthony is in charge of this, which he was. Um, but finally, we get Anthony in the diary room say, no problem. Now I just have to get uh, Kira to think it's their idea. And then a yeah. perfect little conversation where he talks about, and this was, this was set up perfectly. I love how they did this. They brought back the rhyme that they had introduced previously. Um, this is why sometimes those little details can matter because what a bookend to that storyline of Mark that Anthony now uses that very thing that probably a lot of the audience found very, uh, you know, impressive to, uh, <laughs> to work against him in this conversation with you. Hey, he had, he has a rhyme. And it is unbelievable. Well, that's the overselling of the century. Wow. I mean, like, this is terrible. Like, Mark was not throwing any competitions that I know of, at least not in the second half of the season. And uh, that that little rhyme song, whatever he has, rap, whatever you want to call it. They, 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 I, there's not, I, I'm sorry. I don't put any stock in it whatsoever. Like, if he was in this HOH competition, we saw the first two questions of, like, he'd still be singing while everybody else already buzzed in. Like, Yeah, uh, he has way too many, like, little random things in there like non sequitur things that don't matter to the rhyme and don't matter to this the stats because he's like we were all feeling gorgeous and it was unanimous or whatever like he said and it's like you don't need to have that first part in there just say <laughs> unanimous like he's like day 20 feeling gorgeous and it was unanimous it's like you don't need all that. That's so many extra words. And, it, and this was just, this was so well edited. I like the way that it, that Anthony pitched it was like a twist in a movie. Like, you know how he's always pacing back and forth, muttering to himself. That's not just him being crazy. That's him practicing the rhyme. Uh, it's like, oh, it all makes sense. We should have seen it all along. <laughs> um, it's and, a big twist. Yes. A big reveal. And then Kira says, so why aren't we taking Mark out of the game? And they cut to Anthony oh, giving the shrug. It was so good. So Taking good. a page out of so Derek Lavasser's uh, book because yes. that is a classic BB16 Derek where you convince them that it's their idea, even though it was your idea all along, and that you're just willing to go with it. You're willing to go with whatever they want. It's it's genius. It's great. Yeah, I, I, I said a long time ago, I felt like Anthony was playing a baby Derek game. And uh, if Dane takes, <laughs> takes, I almost said Derek, Anthony to the end and loses to him. Uh, hey, hey, it's pretty yeah. close. It's pretty close. Very, um, yeah, very impressive. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Uh, so Kira gets on board to, <laughs> after all of their bluster. Uh, <laughs> they, they had said to, uh, to, to Dane, hey, why don't we make it a tie vote uh, so that I can send you home? Wouldn't that be poetic? And Dane is like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> no, no way. Uh, th- I'm not giving you the satisfaction of, of that. Uh, definitely. I'm not giving them that, that satisfaction. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. For, for an episode that Dane looked really good in, uh, this, was, this was a low point. I think it's like it's like we've talked about this before. It's the JT of it all. It's the uh, you know, the guy who actually is pretty smart, but he sounds a little bit dumb at times, which is why people don't take him seriously as they probably should. So, you know, I don't know. It's working for him so far. And I see a lot of people who are rooting for Dane. I see a lot of people who are rooting for Adam. I don't see as many people rooting for Anthony. And I have to tell you that that really bugs me. I see many people in the chat who are like, I don't want Anthony to win. And I'm like, how can you not want Anthony to win? And I do, mm-hmm. I do tend to veer more towards the Anthony of it all. Uh, so I, like, I, I get that I'm biased, but I don't understand why more people aren't on board with this. We don't get this kind of character on reality TV very often. As I've said many times in the past, whenever they cast a minority male on the show, I'm talking reality TV in general, not necessarily Big Brother Canada. It's usually the Bible-toting black man or the gay black man. It's very rarely the black alpha. It's just we just don't get that character very often. So to get this sort of character on the show, like I, I wonder who's so good though. I mean, we had so um, refreshing. We had yes. Devin. He was yeah. an alpha, but he's he not. Clown. He yeah, was a clown. He was yeah. not a mastermind like Anthony is. This Anthony is, is so very good. Impressive. He's just such a great. He's so great at the heel edit. He's so great at that. You know, like really, like he he knows who he is and he's living for it. And I just don't get like. I feel like if Anthony wins this season, I do feel like that more people later on down the line will look at him like he's a freaking god like like oh my god that was so great. same way they did with dr will like early on where it's like you know wasn't much to look at when he won but then after the fact it's like wow that was really impressive unless you're listening to the bb5 or bb3 bb2 documentary where <laughs> rob and taryn were a little poo-pooing a little bit on will's game whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's very impressive it's you have to it's you have to listen it's very nuanced yeah very very nuanced I'm, I'm overstating a little bit but anyways like i'm saying you guys like for real like like i really i'm a fan of the show i was just talking with bloomberg on the line about survivor and he was like why are you he was getting on me about the way i feel and i'm like i'm a fan of the show and somebody said i can't remember who it was i wish i could give you credit but sometimes people forget that fan is short for fanatical or you know like cr- crazy maniac and i feel like that, this, is, this is how i watch the show and so like i'm like I feel like that, I feel like most people are like me. Like they have their win, their people that they root for, people that they don't. But I'm just asking you to, even if you can't stand Anthony, to really appreciate what you're getting because we don't get this 
this kind of character very often. I'm so glad that they cast him on the show. This, Brent, this is what makes you unique because you are a fanatical fan. Uh, but you, the way you defend being that kind of fan is, well, the Webster dictionary version of fan <laughs> actually comes from the, uh, origin term fanatical. Um, I, I think that's the unique combination that makes you, uh, special. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I'm special. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're like, thanks. <laughs> it was a compliment. Okay. I um, but, uh, but no, I, I, I'm completely on board like uh my there's four people left in the house i have everyone left in the house on my draft team except for anthony but i'm pulling for an anthony win i am um i i think that he would be the best winner of of all of them um and like yes he has been condescending yes he has been a jerk uh but he has played this game uh so well he would be a top tier winner like none that we have seen in a very long time and and uh, not only was he not aided by a twist, he was hurt by a twist and yep. came back. Yep. Um, so I would be very, very pleased with an Anthony win. And I think we're looking at one, to be honest. Um, but we will we will get to that. Um, so uh, so Kira has been convinced by Anthony that it's their idea that they want to keep um, uh, Dane in the house. And then we get another thing that I love from this episode, which is the last minute edit the hey just <laughs> earlier today uh we had a, we had some scrambling um which which was great because we did have some scrambling and i genuinely from this we didn't see what convinced me that there might be a switch up here from the scrambling but we still saw some enough of it that like it's theoretically uh totally possible that there could be a, a switch up from you know kira's telling mark about uh about you know hey not going to keep you here. And Mark is like, why? Because you said my name. I didn't say your name. Somebody's lying to you. Um, and then uh, we get all this back and forth and we get uh, Anthony, uh, Mark, Mark running to Anthony. Being oh my like, God. That was hard to I, watch. What do I do? That was so hard to watch. You're not, well, you're Anthony not handled it there, really right? well. I think Anthony handled that so well because he comes to you and he's like, what's going on? You're, you're not voting me out. Are you? And I think Anthony handled it so well, especially when Mark is like, what do I say to her? And I think he, he, you know, he still did the whole coaching thing. I feel like if I was in that position, I don't know if I'd be able to play it off that well. I think I might've been like, I, I was so scared. He was gonna, I was scared. He was going to get caught. I thought Anthony was going to get caught because I thought he was going to get caught too. Yeah. Let's pull an Anthony right now. Let's talk yeah. to him together. I know. Right. Yeah. I was like, I was, I was like, Glad that that didn't happen because I felt like he was going to get caught. By the way, just FYI, a little behind the scenes, I, you know, my sleep cycle is usually off because I work nights. I, I talked to Taryn earlier today on the phone and I like slept up until like, I don't know, four o'clock. And, you know, we were talking about some stuff behind the scenes about the show tonight. And we were like, he was like, um, there's a chance that, you know, Mark might stay. And I'm like, like I, I, I was, I thought he was just like screwing with me, but then he was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm like, well, what happened? Cause I was sleeping for like the past four hours. He's like, no, like, I think that like Anthony was listening and Mark was doing his thing and Anthony was just listening and then they cut the feet. So, uh, you know, I was like, damn, like Mark might actually stay. So I'm glad that they included it. I am very taken though with Cena's, uh, tweet. She retweeted your tweet and then added something to it by saying, and this is <laughs> an indictment of Mark where, she said that that was the only campaigning he did all week long. So that's all they had to show for Mark campaigning this week was what he did earlier today. Yeah. 
well, that's comfortable. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is that uh, for a while now, ever since the first no, ever since the Mark HOH, when Mark tried to start getting closer to Corey um, and he was asking for 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 Anthony's advice, he has been taking Anthony's advice um, and he's been doing what Anthony says because Anthony, he knows that Anthony controls other people. And so Anthony is able to set things up that Mark is able to say just the right thing for somebody like Mark, who often says the wrong thing. That must feel very powerful that he's he's saying the right things to people. He's making things happen. And it's because Anthony is helping him out. And so he has been relying more and more on Anthony and for to tell him what to say in all scenarios. And so all week long, he's been like, Anthony, should I be campaigning? What should I be doing? And Anthony's like, don't do anything. And this is what's it's it's, it's hard to watch. He goes to Anthony's like, what do I say? And uh, he's like, he's like a puppy looking to his master, like, like, master, what what do I do? And, and Anthony's me. just like, you just walk right into the blades, right, right into the blades, Mark. It's going to be OK. It's going to be OK. And then he gets torn, to, torn to pieces. It's it's sad. It's it's like there's something there's something sacred about that relationship that I, it just feels yeah. like it's been torn up torn asunder it reminds um, me of uh no i tweeted about this but it reminds me of that scene in 30 rock where jack donaghy has to negotiate versus himself because it's too much effort to because liz lemon's trying to negotiate with him he's like you know what i'm just gonna handle this i'm gonna take it from both sides and it felt like that with anthony where it was like people were coming to him like they both were fighting over who got to talk to anthony first and then each one was like okay what do i say what do i say to the other and then it was like just that cut all this BS out of the way and put Anthony in in a room and just have him do the discussion himself because that's really what's happening right now. It's literally just one person going and be like, okay, what do I say? And then going back to them and just saying what it is. And it's just, yeah. That could have been half the season is just Anthony sitting in a room doing the various conversations. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because that's really what it felt like. It was like, okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to say this to them. You're going to say this exactly, this this little spiel, and then you're going to go back to them. Then they go do that, and then the person's like, well, one second, really quick. It's, you know, it's like one of those shows where the person's dating two people at the same time, and they have to run from room to room, (laughs) and they're like, oh, one one second, I got to go to the bathroom, and then they run to the other room. That's literally what it felt like. Uh, But it it would be like if they were dating those two people and then also trying to set those two people up on a date. (laughs) <laughs> together and telling yeah, them what right. to say uh, yeah. at the same time um so uh so you know mark he does what anthony says he goes to kira he says hey you need me to take out adam uh and then if so kiro had been convinced there were other conversations with mark where kira did go to anthony like what am i doing why are why am i taking out mark he's my best chance to win in the end he can beat adam too like uh i think this might be a mistake and anthony had to talk them off the ledge again um but he did did uh he got them back on board hey this is this is the biggest move all season you're gonna be so respected you're a hall of famer um stuff like that and then mark came in mark was like dude what's ha- what's happening here like uh am i am i really gonna go home like is it gonna be a tie vote are you gonna give me your vote is it is it kira's not changing their mind and anthony was like yeah kira's kira's not gonna change their mind and mark is like come on 
I, I know that I know that what you want is what's going to happen. I know that you can change it if you want to. Um, and Anthony, Anthony then pulled out the like, hey, you told me that you would vote for Adam over me card. And he was like, no, no, I thought I just I, I took that back immediately. I didn't mean it. I was just like heated in the moment. Uh, you know, it's I, I am a vote for you, Anthony, no matter what. I will go to that jury house and I will tell them everything that you did. Like you I am I am 100 percent a vote for you, Anthony. Um, and he. He, then then we saw Mark do something similar to what we saw Adam and Dane do. It was just a few days too late. And I did feel like at the time he was making some progress. Like, man, I've been with you for so long. Um, he was making some mistakes. Like, for instance, um, you know that they're just going to take Kira to the end. That's what everyone's going to do, um, which is like very telling. It's That's not what Anthony wants to hear. But he was talking about how loyal he was to Anthony. And Anthony was doing the same thing he was doing at the Dane conversation he was sitting there he was putting his head in his hands he was starting to think he was starting to act like uh, hey I'm not sure and then uh, production said house guests please go to the living room and uh, and Mark had to cut it short he's like I mean okay so I mean you know what I mean though right uh, and then feeds cut for the rest of the day and so um, I, I don't know I, I he, he wasn't doing as good as Dane had been doing, but he was making some progress, I think. And uh, who knows what could have come of it if he had had more time, but, but he didn't. Just and, a little uh, bit more time. Yeah. 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 Dane was correct because I think there was uh, a scene I saw where Dane was talking to Anthony. Maybe it was uh, Monday night or something, or maybe Monday night or Tuesday morning where he was like, you know, I'm going to tell Mark man to man, like, what's up? And he's like, you know, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. He's like, so, uh, what are you going to tell him like uh, Thursday? He's like, yeah. Yeah, Thursday, maybe Wednesday. It's like, uh, okay, okay. Well, uh, I definitely go with Thursday. I'm just, uh, you know, just thinking out loud here. You know, he might run the Kira, might, you know, blow something up, blah, 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 blah. So Dane was like, yeah, must be Thursday. Good job on that, Dane. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I, honestly, though, I, I did like the way that Mark went out. I thought mm. that he went out respectfully and was like, you know, good game, whatever. He's not, he's not bitter, um, blah, blah, blah. But then he also threw a wrench into into the game, and I kind of like that. I kind of like going out with some a little bit of fire, but also in a respectful way. So I was I was a fan of that. I feel like I don't like the exits where they're where they're super pissed off and yelling and you know cussing people out. I'm not a huge fan of that, even though it does uh, have a lot of drama. But I, I do like the idea of like if you're going to go out, you might as well reveal some stuff if you're if you're upset. So uh, I liked it. Yes. Uh, so we get to the eviction and uh, and Mark is evicted by a two to one vote. As soon as he hears two, he knows uh, he knows it's him. He gets up. He's very he's very respectful. Uh, and as as Melissa says, on his way out the door and it didn't it didn't feel bitter. It didn't feel like, uh, oh, Dane, you screwed me mm. over. So I'm going to try and screw you over. It was, it was just like, like by the way, yeah, hey. it was mischief. It really let me just throw, awesome let me just throw a little uh, bomb into the mix here. Maybe yeah. a little bit of a plague into the mix I, here. I loved Adam's reaction too, where he's just like, you just have the cameras like zooming in on his face and he's just sitting there like, what? And you're watching the reveal, you know, you're watching the revelation. It sets in and you're just like, Oh God, what's going to happen now? I know there was like legitimate, like good reaction from Adam in that moment mm -hmm. too. So I uh, really enjoyed that. And then, you know, the biggest thing to hear from the exit interview with Mark is he says, I really hope Anthony takes the win. Um, you know, I, I want him to win that 
is massive in my opinion that is massive uh we had a jury segment which we'll talk about in more detail in just a second but uh they don't know they know about the pretty boys right they know some of what happened they know the basic outline of what was happening during the season they don't know the details they don't know what happened behind closed doors mark knows at all. Mark knows so much more than them. And whether or not they respect Mark, whether or not they listen to Mark, whether or not they feel like they're going to be influenced by Mark, he has information that they want and need. And his information is going to have Anthony stamped all over it. Uh, mm-hmm. So whether they want to be influenced by him or not, they are going to be influenced by him in one way or another and it's very likely going to be pro anthony um his vote alone was was massive for anthony but also his influence could be very important as well so i think anthony has mark he has Corey. i think he also has kira um that's three fairly locked votes he only needs one more Damien was pretty upset at Dane. Uh, Esty left the house not super happy with Adam. Those are two people that could easily go toward Anthony. Um, if yeah. if Dane cuts Adam and takes Anthony, or if Adam cuts Dane and takes Anthony, I think Anthony gets either Adam or Dane, whichever one cut the other. And that's four right there, too. So uh, I really am starting to feel like Anthony has this on lock. Uh, and I think that his biggest... Uh, spoiler is if Adam ends up winning the final three HOH and taking Dane instead of Anthony, which yep. I think also took a little bit of a hit tonight when Mark revealed that information about Sam. So uh, things are looking real up for Anthony, in my opinion, Melissa. Yeah, I mean, I also think that another thing that could throw a wrench in that, as I saw, there's another jury video. It's longer. It's a jury segment where they're talking about they're talking through what they think they know and what they don't, what they don't know, or, you know, what is talking about what happened in the game. And it's like a fact checker or something. And then the video kind of like gives a check mark or an X depending on if they're right or not. And according to them, you know, they were kind of going through, okay, this is the pretty boys. These people are in it. They wanted to get, uh, get closer with the girls, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the things they said though, was that they thought the pretty boys are Anthony, Dane and Adam. And they said they think that Mark joined last week or that Mark joined maybe a little bit earlier than that because they wanted to bring him in. Um, And I think that that could pose a problem because Mark could come in being like, I was part of the pretty boys. And then they're going to be like, "Okay, but you weren't really part of the pretty boys, though. Like you were brought in later. And then he's going to say, no, I swear I've been part of it this whole time. And then it's possible that they're going to be like, okay, they made you think that you were part of it, just like they made us think we were part of it. Like, they made us think we were part of their alliance, but really, we weren't. And just like Mark, okay, Mark, like, you were the same as us. And I don't know if they're going to believe him. I mean, Um, he'll have details about, like, day one, we got together, we put our fists in the middle, like, we came up with the name Pretty Boys. Uh, it was it. It might have even been Mark that came up with the name himself. Um, I can't remember exactly, but I don't know. I, I don't know, I but think, I do. I think I they'll do, believe I mean, No, I mean it's totally possible, but I do think that there might be that element of like he wasn't fully involved. So all the information he's getting aren't isn't completely accurate. So we can't fully trust what he's saying. Here's um, the thing. I, maybe that'll change when the next Pretty Boy goes out. But you know. I, I agree. Well, the, the the thing is that the next pretty boy might not go out. I mean, I think what's likely to happen is that Kira goes out here at four. And then if that happens, then there's not going to be another pretty boy in the jury exactly. until finale night. 
Like, and then they don't get time to really talk with them. So like, that's, that's and, a problem. And Kira will back up that Mark was a part of it the whole time too. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. I don't even know if I really care whether or not Mark's going to help or hurt Anthony. He's a vote for Anthony. Corey's a vote for Anthony. I think Kira's a vote for Anthony. So it only needs one more. I don't understand the people that are on Twitter uh, who are like, you know, I think Anthony's got one vote and that's it. Girl, stop. Like, stop. Like, wait, are you even listening to yourself right now? I realize many of you do not like Anthony, but you're not taking him seriously. And, and like some of the jury video, the jury video that I saw that was more heavily edited toward Mark and Dane. I like, I don't believe anything that they show us half the time because half the time they're showing us what they want to show us, not what's really going on in the jury house, especially people who are loyal to certain people. They try to downplay that to make it build more suspense. I still go back to big brother Canada four, where we thought, you know, things were like this, this, and this is going to happen. And it was just, it was just bull hockey. It was not true. It was simply not true. So he's got three locked votes. We know that he's got three locked votes. And if he gets a fourth, it doesn't matter what else happens. I don't. And I also really think that this whole like, oh, but Mark's going to be like Bruno and Bobby from Big Brother Canada 3, where they go to jury and they really try to oversell Godfrey winning the game and everyone recoils at that and then consequently votes for Sarah. I share Taryn's opinion that I don't think that jury was ever going to vote for Godfrey. I don't care if like they literally brought the Bible in and and swore on it or something. There was no way they were going to vote for Godfrey. Uh, he he needed to have a little bit more credibility within that game. Although he has a fair argument to win the game. I'm not saying that he didn't, but from what they knew, they didn't know many of the things that, that was happening. And, so, yeah. Yeah, and I think there's a difference because in the Big Brother Canada 3 house, they, they weren't starving for information. They weren't, like, uh, trying to figure out what happened in the game. They were like, no, we know what happened in the game. Why are you trying to tell us extra stuff that isn't yeah. true. Uh, yeah, whereas true. this one, they're going to be like, Mark, tell us what, you know, what was going on there. Um, and there, there are people in the chat like, uh, oh, you know, RHAP, they thought Tyler was a lock. No, we didn't. <laughs> Since when? I remember being like, I have no idea. I leaned toward Tyler. He should have won like, the game. I was yeah, like, we were saying uh, he should have won. Like we, I mean, I, I know for myself at the very least, I was like, I, I mean, if he takes Casey, I think it's going to be close. I think he wins, but I, I really don't feel confident in it. Um, so, uh, come on, let's not have some revisionist yeah. podcast and history. I still, I, you, we have been more right than than wrong. I still remember Big Brother nineteen where like a week before maybe five days before i started talking with taryn off show and he was like i really think that josh could win and i'm like no way no way like really he's like yeah i think so and he we're started counting the votes and we're like man there is a way that he could that that paul could lose the game so uh you know we're not always like smoking whatever we've got come on yeah and i also called nicole saying that one too yeah um so (laughs) Uh, you know, you. Uh, but and look like I, I'm fr- I freely admit I got it wrong. I, I did say I'm going to guess Tyler, but it was a guess and I made it clear it was a guess. I, th- I thought it was up in the air um, and it was it was one vote. It was very close. One vote. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, but this one, this one, I feel a lot more confident. And that's why I'm trying to bring this distinction. I really feel like Anthony has a really great shot at this. Um, I think that uh, he has locked votes where uh, where some of these other players do not have locked votes. I think that Dane probably has uh, SD locked. I think that Sam in the jury house for right now has been very, very pro Dane. But it's pro Dane out of respect. 
I think there's always been a rivalry there. And I think that she might be prone to hearing like, oh, Dane, isn't isn't that great? Somebody got the better of Dane. I think that might be an appealing idea to her. So she I don't even think that she is a locked vote for Dane. I don't think Adam's a locked vote for Dane if Dane cuts Adam at the final three. Um, so I, I don't see the, the locked votes for Dane in the same way that I do for Anthony. Um, and then with Adam, I think that he has Sam locked and that's it i don't think he even has kira kira hates him at this point um so i really feel like anthony has a big leg up uh obviously so, there's still game to be played subject to change but but right now i do feel like anthony has a big uh, advantage heading into the jury vote uh one of our chatters crf crfo says i really am not convinced that the jury will see what anthony is doing that's probably my biggest issue is that you know he he hasn't won many comps just the one and he may yet win something but up until now he's only won one competition while these other people have won run circles around him you know in the 45 seconds that he gets to talk to the jury plus the questions how much do we think that he can really say anything or you know if we're not depending on that then we're de- i guess we're depending on mark and kira to I, do, yeah, well, to I, think, I think two of his votes are his votes because like almost because they don't see everything that he did. Uh, I think Kira and Corey are votes without knowing everything that Anthony did or, or with knowing everything that Anthony did. And then he's got Mark who does know everything that he did. Cause Mark was by his side. Um, and then I think also people like Adam or Dane, they have both Adam, Dane and Mark have all told Anthony, you are a monster in this game. You are one of the best. I think that we have ever seen on the show. Um, they all definitely see Anthony, uh, for, for what he's done in the game. I think, again, I think Mark is going to go to the jury house and talk about that. Whether they listen to him or not is one thing, but I think that if Adam or Dane are cut in the end, I think that they will be saying it in the questioning. Anthony, you were one of the best I've ever seen play this game, you know, uh, trying to let the other jurors jurors know what's going on. But I think that Anthony wins regardless of whether they see it or not, because I think that his three locked votes right now are because of his personal connections rather than the respect for his game. It's the respect for his game that might win him some other votes as well. Excellent. Uh, I was just listening to the chat. Apparently, uh, Arissa said that it's a two-hour finale. Is it always a two-hour finale? I felt like someone's just an hour and a half. Um, or maybe that's BBUS. I don't know. I but, feel uh, like it's usually two hours. But okay. Well, the chat's saying that she said that it's a two-hour finale, so that'll be good. I appreciate that. Maybe uh, somebody in the chat. I think it was Adam said, "Can he yell <laughs> in the final two? Oh, and I can yell. I'd be able to yell. Oh, he, he can, can also, yell. He can he also can sit yell. and whisper." Wow, very impressive. Yeah. Very big dynamic range there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Very versatile. So I would like to. If he sits down during the final please and is like, (laughs) I'm going to sit so that I don't intimidate any (laughs) of you, (laughs) I will just die. I would die. (laughs) And still win? That's that's how Dr. Will did it. Yeah. Um, That'd be great. Um, So I I just want to give a little bit of uh, obituary about Mark. Uh, Like, uh, look, this is a guy who I really had, I had high hopes for Mark coming into the game. I thought he was knowledgeable. He seemed like he knew what he was doing. He was a little awkward. Even I could, I could even tell that he was awkward uh, from his video when he was talking to Ika and then, you know, obviously with the uh, producers. But uh, he, he tried his ass off, got a little lucky. Like, I feel like if, you know, Damien is not voted in with that tri- twist and Damien goes in the house first and Mark is in the third group. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Mark ends up in the pretty boys, um, but he did. That's, that's you know, the, the, the people who, as Rob say it, like the victors get to tell the story or whatever. Like uh, he, he made it to the end of the game, or at least to the final five based on his relationship with the pretty boys. That's, that's why, you know, front, middle, and center, that was why he made it to the end as well as he did, because it sure wasn't his social game that got him to the end. It was his 
alliance and his relationships with the pretty boys. I felt like he handled them okay. Ironically, in the end, it was his his uh, awkwardness and his sort of uh, untrustworthiness that I feel like ended up getting him evicted because Anthony was able to buy that Mark was plotting to take Kira to the end of the game. And, uh, you know, the, the little things he said here and there just really caught up with him. The thing about Kevin Martin, how Kevin Martin's his favorite player, like, and Kevin, you know, took sneakily took Karen to the end, of course, then never mind that everybody else wanted to evict him, but, uh, they, they don't know that far. All they know is that Karen took the old lady to the end. So they're, they're like, ah, we don't want that to happen this time. Uh, I feel like Mark overall played as well as he could probably play given the kind of player that he is. I feel like fifth place is probably the best you can ask for a guy like this. Yeah, I mean, it's ironically the fact that Mark was in some ways the most self-interested, the most like conventionally thinking player in this alliance. He really was. He and still is to some extent, I think, under the assumption that obviously everyone's just going to take Kira to the end. That's how Big Brother works. But that's not how this alliance works. Um, and he couldn't read that. Uh, and that that is a large part of what got him evicted in this spot. I do like that he recognized his failure in his HOH week where he said, I should have nominated Dane and Esty and then threw Adam up as the back door. That could have that could have worked. And yeah, that could have worked. That would have yeah. been a better idea. I, um, I felt like that was an interesting question from Arissa because at least he acknowledged the what we acknowledged watching the feeds was that it was fairly problematic to try to get Dane out of the house that week. Like, I mean, like even if you get him up on the block, who do you put him next to? Where you can get rid of him, it's very hard to thread that needle. Uh, so, and, and I guess maybe you could go after him for the fact that he had his sights so set on Dane uh, that he wanted Dane out of the house. Of course, I know Adam ended up winning the veto, but Adam only ended up winning the veto because he was on the block. We don't know if his name would have come out of the bag if he was not on the block. So, who knows? I don't know. But uh, yeah, and and, know, and honestly, what could have been even if he had succeeded in getting Dane out of the house, where does he go from there? He he was right. Like the pretty boys had such a stranglehold on the game that even one of their own found it very difficult to break them apart without completely trashing his own game. Um, and so uh, it, it it really would have been uh, tough. And and you know I, I'm I'm glad that he at least recognizes that there were other options that maybe he could have tried that would have been more effective. Um, but uh, you know, there you go. Um, there you go. Well. <laughs> Taryn, unless there's anything else we want to talk about, we apparently do have a new head of household. Do you we want do, to yes. That? So uh, it's time to get to the spoilers. Um, but first, I, I want to say that, uh, you know, we've got, uh, of course, a live feed update tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Sunday night, uh, we will be live to recap the Sunday night episode of Big Brother with, 7. We can and, announce it. Yes. I, I, uh, oh, okay. Yes, Karen. she has confirmed with me. Karen, yes, my girl Karen from Big Brother Canada 5. Uh, don't tell her I called her an old lady. That's not true at all. I'm, just, I'm talking about the way the boys view her, not, not, how, not how I view her. So don't get me in trouble. Karen she knows all be about being taken to the final two. <laughs> she will be on the show on Sunday night. Uh, we asked her what she wanted Thursday or Sunday. She's going to be on Sunday night, so look for her then. I will be also on the show with Karen, and we are going to have a great time talking about the season of Big Brother Canada. Yes. And one week from tonight will be the Big Brother Canada 7 finale. And so crazy. It's coming up. And I can tell you that I 
will be in Toronto for the finale. I will be there at the taping and Whoa. I will get a chance to talk with the final three in person on Friday during the press day. Um, so that should be very, very fun. Uh, I'll get, to, I'll, I'll be able to tell you all, all of the details about what happened at the taping. Uh, and we'll get some in person interviews the next day. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Um, I want to thank the patrons of Rob has a podcast for, uh, making things like this possible. Um, they truly are the backbone of, uh, of the whole show, the whole podcast, the whole thing. So uh, thank you to those guys. And uh, very excited to be uh, heading to Toronto here for the finale. And uh, it's, it's going to be fun. So what does you, that mean for the podcast? That means that he will be, well, remember, it's a taped finale. So yes. just FYI, avoid spoilers. Like if you don't want to know what happens at the finale and you want to watch it live, avoid spoilers. Maybe make sure you mute your social media on Thursday. But Taryn will be running back to the hotel after he goes to the eighth finale. You probably won't need to run because it'll be like a couple hours later. So yes. uh, you're, you're going to go back to your hotel and do the podcast with us right after the finale. You're going to be able to give us tidbits. I am so happy for you, Taryn. They asked Taryn. They invited Taryn. It wasn't yes. like he had to go begging at their doorstep. They invited him. Uh, wow. To come to the finale. So uh, a member of the to, press. Yes. Look for you there. In yes, I want, you to have the, I want you to have the hat with the word press in it. That's <laughs> yeah, a little notepad. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll put some glasses on. Yeah, uh, get a, I'll have my camera. So yeah, it'll be great. And then do a big giant flash bulb, and then be like, "What do you say about this, huh?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm very excited for that. I hope you guys enjoy the uh, the content that I'm able to bring you uh, from Toronto. Um, so uh, that's that's what we have for you from the episode. Um, you know, we're going to get into the spoilers now. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch at uh, on Twitch. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. If you want to find me there, uh, I do live streams about shows and stuff. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taryn. You can find Brent at one lucky guy. And uh, Melissa is at it's Melissa with three. And uh, now we will get into the spoilers. Now, (laughs) we got spoilers. We got spoilers. Uh, I've been talking about how if Adam wins the next two competitions, he will tie Janelle's record of nine wins out of 15 competitions with the exact same number of competitors beaten. 48 competitors that they won against in competitions. However, he did not win did not. this competition womp womp. and will not tie the record. He Even if he wins the next two, he will have a slightly lower percentage than Janelle did. Um, so uh, not going to touch the Janelle record. But we do have a winner of this competition, and that winner is Dane. Yep. Dane is HOH, so Dane is going to the final three. He will be there on finale night. He will not be evicted at the final four. Either Adam, Anthony, or Kira will be evicted this round. I have to say that this is bad news if you're an Adam fan. Uh, he's got to... And look, I'm just telling you guys what I think. Now, Tara may disagree with me on this, but if you, if you finally have Adam dead to rights and he's sitting on the block on eviction night and he's up there, I feel like you have to evict him. I have to evict him yeah. if you're Anthony or Dane. You have to evict him. I feel, I feel like, like Adam has to win the veto. He's got to win the veto. Yep. Got to win the veto for Pikes. Uh, well, I will say, I think that that is probably the right move, but I think that they won't evict him. I think that Dane yeah. will keep Adam. I think that Anthony will also keep 
Adam. Um, they could change their mind, but Dane, even to himself, was talking last week about how he does not want Kira anywhere near the final three. He wants them out at final four. That's what he promised Anthony. That's what Anthony said he wanted. Um, and I hope that's the case because an Anthony, Dane, and Adam final three would be like maybe one of the best final threes we've ever seen. I, I, also, I just feel like it's so impressive. Everyone is good in their own way. Yes, that's true. I also think, though, that uh, Anthony can keep his cards. He look out of everybody. I feel like he's the best at keeping his cards close to his vest. And if Dane wins the like, like if, if Adam doesn't win the veto, I feel like Dane's going to win the veto. And if Dane wins the veto, he gets to decide who gets the vote. And I feel like Anthony will be like, like, look, like I saved you last week, you know, like, uh, like I don't want to be sitting on eviction. I don't want to, I don't want to be possibly evicted. And he may not, he may nominate him initially just to get rid of his never nom status. But I do feel like if Dane wins the veto, uh, that he'll give Anthony the vote. Uh, he won't, he won't let, uh, anybody else have it. So if Anthony can keep his cards, but he like, it may be a situation where Dane gives Anthony the vote, but Anthony doesn't vote the way he wants him to. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Can I, can I also just briefly say that personally, I feel like once you hit final four, nomination doesn't count against you. I, f- I feel like that shouldn't yeah, like, you kind of like have to get all down nominated. to competitions, yeah. right? Like, uh, I, I think that like being never nominated, uh, based on your social game should exclude the final four on. Um, that's, that's how I personally feel. Uh, oh, I, I feel like Derek, Derek wasn't nominated till final three, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's silly. Yeah. I mean, like final four. Yeah, yeah. The final three doesn't count. I feel like Derek is considered never nominated and yeah, he, people Anthony, do. Yeah. I mean, if Anthony gets nominated after veto, then I feel like for sure it counts as never nominated. But, uh, you know, if he gets nominated before veto, it's getting a little. Yeah, because well, it, it's like there there could be an advantage to intentionally going up on the block first because it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, so it's like uh, like if, if Dan advocates for himself to be put up on the block at final four, uh, because that's going to sell whatever plan he has cooked up uh, better. I feel like it. It's not really, it's not the same nah. thing as like getting We're nominated, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just, just Something, a personal little, uh, opinion. personal thing for Taryn. I just, for the, for the record, I do not agree. I feel like if, if Anthony is not nominated, you know, pre, pre veto or after veto to me, he's like never nommed. It doesn't, even if you went up on the block initially and then comes down, it doesn't change. Like, I mean, I feel if you're, if you're sitting in the chairs, like they said in the chat, if you're sitting in the chairs before finale night, you've been nominated. Um, I do feel like something that might come into play this, this week, uh, for Adam, at least, is, you know, because Dane is now HOH, he's got to be very calm about that little reveal that Mark gave at the end of what, as he was leaving, you know, he can't about the sand back door. He can't. Well, I mean, he has to be like, oh, Dane, it's cool. Don't worry about it. I have no hard feelings. Like he can't. There's, there can't really be a confrontation. There can't really be a, well, is that true? Like, it has to just kind of be like, oh. Apparently, there was a confrontation. Apparently, that we didn't see everything that happened there. According to spoilers from people who attended the taping, Adam asked Dane if that was true, and it got moderately heated, not really heated, but there was, like, a, like, really? Was that true? Did you do that kind of thing? But I don't think it's enough to disrupt this. Like, it, it, Was that before HOH? Yes, before the HOH. Yeah. Like, it, it was right after, like after, right after Mark. Like, uh, never mind. I was uh, yeah. As far as I remember from the taping, like uh, the way they do it is like they they have the eviction. The person walks out the door, and then you get to see the house guest for another two or three minutes, like talking about like you know the the fallout from the vote. Mm-hmm. Um, while the person 
while the person who is being trucked over to the studio because the house, unlike Big Brother US, is not at the studio. Uh, so like Mark's like being you driven over to the studio and they're still watching the fallout from what happened with uh, Mark dropping that bomb in the middle of everybody. Yes. So, uh, so yeah. So, so Dane as HOH here. Um, there's definitely a possibility that they turn on Adam. Um, but I think that they also recognize that Kira beat Adam in a mental competition, that Kira is just as capable of winning these competitions. And if I'm Dane, I probably, even if there is a blow up, feel better that Adam would take him to the end, then Kira would take him to the end because Kira is obviously completely in Anthony's pocket. Um, so I do think that Dane will still probably side on the keeping Adam front and, uh, and Anthony, Anthony's the, the one that like maybe it makes more sense for him to keep Kira around. But the problem is if he keeps Kira over Adam, then it kind of opens the door. Anthony, decided to betray the alliance first and now when dane has the option between kira and anthony it's a very clear decision and like dude you already started it right so i'm gonna take kira um so i do think there is a line of reasoning that makes sense for them to keep adam around i do think they both are on board with that line of reasoning for right now of course anything could change but i do think we're likely looking at a kira eviction here at final four likely although this uh, i feel like the final four veto is a lot more mental like the final Three HOH part one, part two, part three to me is always like a lot more physical. Like there's always a physical element to it. So I wouldn't bet on Kira for any of that. Uh, but final four, I do feel like there's like depending on the way the competition is, there, there is a chance that Kira could win. But I agree with you that I think we're looking at Adam or Adam or Dane as the final four veto winner here. We'll yes. Uh, apparently it's a very big. Uh, set up here for the final four. Oh, that doesn't sound good for Kira. So, uh, would not be, not be, <laughs> doesn't a good sound thing. good for Anthony either. <laughs> sounds good for the hockey player and the lifeguard. <laughs> yes. So, uh, and honestly, I do think that Adam has a great chance of winning if, if it is something big, uh, and, and physical as, as, as long as he's not getting a ton, like, it's one thing to lose a, a question competition that involves speed. Uh, we have to know immediately to somebody else, but it's another thing to have like a physical competition where there are questions involved, where the answers are usually a lot easier than the question competition ones. It's usually just like a formality. As long as you know your stuff, you're probably right. going to get them right. Uh, right. And then it's just a matter of how fast can you do it without making mistakes. Uh, I do think that Adam has a very good chance of winning something like that of although of course dane will put up a good fight um so it'll be it'll be very interesting and, and it'll also be interesting because if anthony does want to get rid of kira over adam um and dane wins the veto then and and he keeps anthony off the block then anthony will have to be the one to evict kira which could interfere with one of those locked votes. Um, so it is not ideal for anthony to be the one to evict kira uh you know so maybe maybe that's what makes him decide he wants to go uh, and evict Adam over Kira. But then he probably almost definitely loses Adam's vote at that point. Um, so maybe maybe he even advocates, you know, what, you know what? Make Adam do it. Uh, I trust him enough. Um, and I do think Adam would do it. I think that Adam would evict Kira in that spot. So oh, that's tough. Uh, but that's it's a tricky spot. Yeah. yeah, that's tricky. I don't know if Anthony's going to do that or not. I feel like Anthony. Uh, I feel like there's a way for him to stay off the block, get the vote, be safe, and also keep Kira's vote by saying, look, I love you. You're great. 
Um, but we had this thing from before and, you know, I was not giving you the full picture before. I'm sorry for that. I, I feel like there's a, I, I feel like he would rather do that than sit on the block and with Adam casting the vote. I, I, I just, I'm just, I know Anthony and I feel like that he's just not going to want to sit there. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think they're obviously we probably should the the ideal play, which is kind of what he got away with this time, uh, is that he convinces Kira to still vote for him, even though he votes them out. That would be the ideal play. Is that possible, though? And is that worth the risk uh, as well? Um, I think probably the best explanation for Kira at that point is, um, you know, you just made a move because it made it easier to take you to the final two. Uh, This move ensures that I get to the final two. Because if you're not here, they're both going to take me. Um, and you got to play. And Anthony's really good at like, like pumping Kira up. Like you're a boss, yeah. you know, you exactly. Move, you know, right. you I was going to say, like, couldn't you say, couldn't you have Anthony say like, I, I, I don't think that there's any way I could beat you. You're so great. And you've made, you just made this big giant move to get Mark <laughs> out. You put all the pretty boys up. Like, I just, I can't, I can't beat you. And then wouldn't that kind of pump up your ego or their ego and make them think like, wow, I, I you know, he he made the right move because I would have won, you know, and just I, I could see that being a good way to get uh, them to vote for him. It's definitely possible. I will say, though, I think that I think that Kira is potentially one of those votes that's just impossible to get if you were the one to take them out um i I, some some people are just like that and there's nothing that you can do about it and i think that might be the case with with kira um but we'll we'll maybe find out we'll see Um, so yeah so that's what we have a final four heading into the final three i think a lot of people are uh, all on this on the same page about uh what we'd like to see happen in the final four heading into the final three that we can get down to the strongest final three i think we've ever seen at least on big brother canada um and and it's you know even though i do think anthony it's anthony's to win it is still definitely up in the air to some extent uh, how kira leaves will be very important as well because if kira leaves not feeling great about anthony then I think it's a lot more fluid again. I think that uh, if Kira leaves being a potential vote for Dane or even Adam, which I think is less likely, um, then then we are looking at something that is definitely more up in the air in terms of who could win that jury. I feel like uh, I agree with uh, Arjun in the chat, which says that Kira is going to spoil your plans. Uh, I, I think it's just a, generally a good bet that Kira is going to spoil our <laughs> plans for good fun, Karen. So yeah, we'll see. <sighs> that, that would be. Not, not fun. Not fun. Yeah. I don't mean like I don't mean that I think Kira's gonna win the final four veto. I mean I think Kira might get their feelings butt hurt if oh. they get voted out by Anthony. Well, yeah, I expect that. Out the door. Okay, cool. right. uh, and at least that's like it's a little bit, you know. If Anthony can't handle Kira heading out the door, then He can handle do? he can handle them. Come on. Yeah. Um we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh but I think that's all we've got for you, unless there's anything else that we uh we need to talk about here. <laughs> I think that's it. Kira can't move fast enough to get to the bathroom, let alone win a timed veto. (laughs) Oh, you made me laugh. Good job, Debra. See, this is this is the clip. This is the clip that gets thrown in our face when we're already feeling upset. Yep. Oh God. Yeah. That was good stuff. Um, 
All right. Said, we'll see. It's so it's so fun. It's so funny here because like there's like three really like uh, primo winners, and then there's a goat, and it's like they're gonna get out the goat, but yeah, they might actually get out the goat. So mm-hmm. yeah, and it, and it actually kind of makes sense because it does sometimes make sense because people talk all the time. People are so afraid of the Cody move of the like uh, of like you need to take the goat. That is the way to do it always. But there is definitely value in taking out the goat to ensure your own place. Um, I would say that like there are different situations like in this one. I think that it does make sense to take the goat out to some degree, because if you are the one that betrays the alliance first and then the goat is sitting there, that mentality right. gets into the other people's heads. Um, yep. But, you know, in, in last season's case, uh, when everyone was already taking Tyler to the end, that was the one where it was like, take the goat. Um, this is also your showman's. Uh, so, um, <laughs> you know, it, it goes both ways, but I feel like this way is sometimes uh, uh, overlooked that um, people don't uh, always recognize. This is the Suri move is to take out the goat and become the new person that everyone takes to the end. And that's what Anthony is doing here. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll oh, see I'm excited. It. Sorry. What'd you say? I said, I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited, too. I, I want to see if Anthony can finish because I feel like he's played a great game like from start to finish. Like I turned on the feeds week one, the, feed, the, the, full, the, the first week that we had full feeds with Anthony deciding to flip the vote just because he could, just because he didn't like what someone said. And he made sure that it was a 5-5 tie. And every week after, it's always yeah. been about, to me, it's always been about Anthony. Whatever he wanted is what generally happened. Obviously, yeah. he didn't get what he wanted during the the Corey week, but that was a twist in, you know, the twist hurt him and yet he's still here and still to me is a favorite to win the game. So I want to see if he can finish. It makes a difference whether or not you can finish. If you don't finish, you're just somebody who could have, would have, should have, you know, you're a Janelle and she's a goddess, but she never won big brother. Uh, I mm-hmm. want to see if Anthony can finish here. Yeah. And, and like, it just, it's such a burden off of my mind that like, even if Anthony loses, he loses to somebody who's also a really great player. Um, yeah. Like uh, I just, I, I, I feel like there's no truly bad outcome from uh, from this as long as Kira doesn't. Win yeah, I was gonna say there is <laughs> one bad outcome. As long as it's that final three. Yeah, as long as those guys are the final three, then there's no bad outcome. There is one other outcome that is. We're almost very there. Bad. We're almost. We're there. so close. And we're so close. Uh, Honestly, like I would have been upset had Mark won. I would have been upset had had Kara won. So I think we already got out one of those people. Uh, and now we just need to get one more out. And then I'll be happy and satisfied with any of those three guys winning. Yes. All right. So that's what we have for you tonight. Like I said, tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern, we'll, I will be live to update you on everything that happens tonight on the Big Brother Canada 7 live feeds. And then Sunday night, we'll be live to recap the next episode of Big Brother Canada 7 with Karen. Uh, and then Monday night, we were back to Mondays uh, for the uh, final up uh, roundtable of the season. Of course, there will be one to wrap up the season afterward as well, but we will be live on Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern to do the last roundtable of the season during the season. Um, so that will be fun. Uh, we'll uh, we'll rate these players one last time before the season ends and uh, and talk about I think the most interesting thing will be to try and predict all of the jury votes uh, and see where they lie in this uh, this hopefully interesting final three. Um, so we'll do that on Monday night and then Thursday night. I will be live from Toronto uh, after the uh, the finale the two with hour the, finale with all the tea you're gonna have all the tea taryn yeah. 
what happens. Exactly. Um, so uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And then, of course, Friday, I will have the uh, in-person video interviews hopefully uh of Ooh. the final three <laughs> um so uh so should be lots of fun heading your way uh i i feel bad for everyone that uh, that tuned out of the season because they thought it was too boring earlier because this is looking to be one for the history books mm. so very exciting yes thank you everyone for joining us like i said you can find me on twitter at armstrong taren brent is at one lucky gay melissa is at it's melissa with three of those a's thank you once more for joining us. We'll see you next time. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.